Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Money, much you And his partner, Fela Tapender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft, bringing you all the wrestling news and interviews and everything you need to know about wrestling. Isn't that right, Grado? Everything apart from Rab Florence. Yes, again, uh, Rab is missing in action. He's doing orphans now. I have to hold my hand up and say, I thought I'm a terrible friend here. I thought he was only doing Glasgow. I thought, oh, Rab will be back on the podcast next week. Fantastic. It turns out he's touring right around Scotland. So Rab is not here, so apologies for that. How are you, Grado? Well, I'm all right, mate. I'm just looking up orphans to see because I don't know if it's... It's not every night he's away, but I know that he's gone to... Inverness and Aberdeen and all oh, the rest of it, but um, I don't know if he's, he's, he's muddled to get a holiday. Somebody send him a wee tweet and say they're missing him for the wrestling daft yes, podcast. Please because do that, please do that. Um, he's fucked us off. I know, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's not talked to any of us in about a week and a half or so. You know what I mean? The last thing we got we heard from Rab was a picture from him backstage offerings because last week he was planning to do a run in on the show, wasn't he? And then it didn't happen because he was in rehearsals or something. So now we don't know where he is. So yeah, please tweet him and say, we're missing you on Wrestling Daft. I mean, we're even trying to get him to come on our respective radio shows to try and promote his show. And we're getting nowhere with that. Just getting by. I think he's got a, I think he's got a fear of Crofty. I don't know about Fred McCauley, but I don't know if mm. he's maybe, you know... Oh well, yeah, well, I, I mean Fred. Fred's a gentleman, you know. He's he's a legend of the Scottish co- comedy scene, you know. So, um, I don't know. Anyway, Rab, we miss you. Come back soon. Grado, massive news the last week. Massive, massive wrestling news. The WWE is coming back to the United Kingdom with a pay per view. That's right. Wow, I saw that uh, announced yesterday. The Cardiff Stadium. How many does that have, uh, John? Oh, that's a big stadium. The Principality Stadium in Cardiff. I mean, that's Cardiff Arms Park, isn't it? But they used to do the, when Wembley was getting done up, that was where they played the games. Well, it's it's just, a Millennium Stadium, isn't it? Aye. Uh, so let's just check the attendance of the Principality Stadium. 75,000 people can get into that. Wow. They're going to need stars there. Aren't they just? But I mean, they'll, that'll sell it, not do you think in the UK? My, my big disappointment with it is it was it isn't SummerSlam. It's just a pay per view that's going it. 
I mean, if you've got a 75,000 uh, stadium, you want to bring one of the big four, surely. You're right, you're right. But then it's also, you're saying they're going to sell it out, which they probably, they will. They but will, then you're right. If they take, if they, you know, they're, get, they're getting a SummerSlam turnout, but they're also getting an additional show, so they don't need to have it as SummerSlam. Do you get what I mean? I know. So I know they're, going to, they're going to get the, the high gate for SummerSlam, whatever it is. So yeah. they know they're going to sell it, but I do think... I don't know how ticket is. Have you heard any tickets? I mean, see if this was twenty years ago. See if this was uh, high attitude in a rock stone cold. That would have been sold out in minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the tickets have went on sale as of yet. I got sent a link uh, just for like an advanced sale, so the tickets haven't actually went on sale yet. But there is an advanced link doing the round, so you can get uh, ahead of the queue, so to say. But the one thing that has happened, a lot of people being touched when we get into the buddies and putovers a bit later on, is hotel prices have rocketed. In the Cardiff area, um, as soon as it got announced, the hotel prices flew up. Um, so I'd, I'd love to go to a pay per view. Love to go to a pay per view, but I don't know if I can justify going down there and spend all that money. You know, when I think about it, I'm trying to think what they'll, they'll put one to try and get it to draw. Do you think they'll put Drew in the main event yeah. with the game a title shot? Absolutely. Are you thinking Absolutely. Drew, and, Drew and Roman Reigns? Drew Roman, and I think Drew will win the title. You know what, you could argue that, but then as a story that the next big thing for Roman is he's going to get The Rock, isn't he? No good to put The Rock in on in Wales. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, are they going to put Drew over in Cardiff when they're building him up for yeah. The Rock? I think they will and they'll do a quick title change. I think they'll do mm. one of those t- quick title changes that Drew win it and then he'll drop it in the rematch. It's just hard, it's hard to figure out what they're going to do for the main events when it, when they've combined these titles, the univ- undisputed universal, yeah, because yeah, you've, got yeah. to, you've got to picture in that Cody by then is going to be this is on very the tail true. of that. He's going to be in the tail of that. Triple threat. Triple threat. I, I mean, I don't know that. I mean, there's 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 not just that as well. There's I mean, who, who are the top guys right now? There's, there's it's going to be in the main event picture. By the way, John, I've been getting into wrestling the last couple. Of, I feel. I, 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 by the way, I have noticed this. The last couple of weeks, we've been having Mike Johnson on, been having Russo on. Today, I mean, we've not even told you who we've got on today's show. EC three, you are pulling yes. it out of the bag, my friend. Well, and you know what? It was no bother at all. I sent my wee text last night. I just see this control your narrative uh, stuff with the internet, and I, and it does get heat, but and it. Uh, and a lot of people that are the, the, the guys you had Braun Strowman's and all that are getting buried. I hate seeing my pals getting buried because EC3 is actually, to me, he's a star, an absolute star, and yeah, I might be biased, absolutely. but I want to check in with him, see what the crack is. Because you look up on Twitter, there are uh, anti vaxxers and right wings and all this. Carry on, I don't get all that. Carry on. I want to, I want to get to the, the bottom of it. Have you seen, Greg? <laughs> I, know you, I know you're a belt guy. Have you seen the potential. What they're calling it, I guess the un, the Universal Championship, the WWE, WWE, the OE, um Championship belt. I'm sure we'll go back to just calling it the WWE World Championship. Have you seen that yet? It's pretty much the same design, but they've went all pure gold on it. Right, I don't know. It, now, see, I don't know if that was that's been someone that's been on the Photoshop and done it, or if it's genuine because I've, I've not. It's not been revealed yet. I need to see a picture of this. Where would I be able to get this, John? What would I type hold in? Because hold on, hold on, hold on. Under undisputed championship belt. I don't, I'd had, I've not got my phone on me because I had a... It's weird, man, but if I've got to be honest, see as soon as they went for the WWE undisputed replica belt, the replica belt, fuck's sake, uh, the undisputed, the version 2 one, 
right? Yeah. You, you, you think of Eddie and GBL. See, as soon as that went to the the kind of spinner thing, and it was the, the the gems, I just I feel as if I didn't care about the title as soon as it became yeah. that because it just didn't look like a title. I think stuff like that is important. I Absolutely. Really Absolutely. I mean, the the old undisputed championship with the the kind of the the globe in the middle. That's the one you're talking about, isn't it? Just yeah. a champion written under. Beautiful belt. Beautiful belt. I really want to see this belt. Would I would I type it in oh, Twitter? Yeah. Is it? I take it. It's just, I don't know if it's fan made. I've, where did where did I see it? I, I got sent it. Someone sent me a picture, and I was like, "What?" Um, again, it's just for that same design as the become two belts, but it's just been made all gold. Right. Well, that's near us. That's near us for anyone. Near I mean, it would be good. I remember they done they done um, like photo shoots of. Oh, sorry, they never done photo shoots. They done they done a sort of like a a, a gallery of some of the current champions holding the old belts. Did you ever see that? Yes. So I thought that was cool. I would it'd be great to do, if they if they brought some of the old belts back just for a bit. Of... It would be you know yeah. Imagine if they brought back the winged eagle. You know what I mean? It'd be cool, man. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Would be cool, but I am. Um, we're off a tangent, mate. We're off. We're off on a tangent about belts. Let's get back into uh, the UK pay per view grado. Um, Ben's messaged in saying, "With the UK pay per view announced and confirmed, who would John and Grado like to see on the card?" Um. Well, they're going to be... do some with Tyson Fury, aren't they? Oh well, that's a shout. They're going shout. to do some with if it's in the UK. They're going to do some with Tyson Fury because by that time he potentially could be the undisputed champion of the world. Well, we'll see Conor McGregor. He's sniffing about as well. Did he not tweet something about WrestleMania last week? I think that is going to happen eventually. Whether they use it in the UK, yeah, I don't really know. But you've got to uh, you've got to think that they're going to have celebrities involved because they like that now, don't they? Yeah. But you know who it will be? It'll be freaking KSI. <laughs> and that's it. That's KSI. Kind of, you versus I mean? Logan Paul in a wrestling match. They've done the boxing match, so let's do a wrestling match now. Or the geezer for the Jordy podcast, would you call him true? Oh, the true Jordy podcast. Ring announcer or something like that. That's probably. I know. I, know. Right. Did it, I mean, just try to think of the, like, obviously. Rylan. <laughs> Rylan. <laughs> Here comes Rylan with a steel chair to hell out Drew McIntyre. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, I mean. Looking around, like they'll they'll probably look at putting some of the UK guys on the show. I would imagine, and some of the, the Welsh guys as well. You know, Andrews, he's Welsh. Yeah, Flash, Flash, Morgan. Flash Morgan, he's Welsh. Be good to see Noam on there. Be good to see Shah. But it's I. Uh, what about think... you? Who was your man from Wales? What was his name as well? Oh, oh Mason Ryan. Mason Ryan. Oh, he's a great guy. He's now yes. in the circus. That's right, Circus de Soleil. Yeah. He's a, he was a great guy. Lovely, lovely guy. Oh, did you meet him? I good lad. Well, I he was um he was on a show I was on. I actually met him twice. I met him in Atlanta and I met him in a show and it was the most random show ever. And he wrestled you know he wrestled the big the big massive remember the big massive UK guy that was in TNA as well? Oh. You might not know him. I mean he was fucking this guy was Oh, he was big. What would you call him again? He went about with Robbie E. Right, right. right. Somebody screaming at the screen. Yeah, my TNA knowledge is terrible. Anyway, I, he was brand new. They two wrestled each other. But I, I think he was kind of basically telling me then he was in the road out and he could make me money doing stuff like that. But I, Mason Ryan would be a shout. There you go. Return to me from Mason Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait and see if that happens. Uh, so, yeah, if you've got any suggestions of what you see in the UK pay-per-view card, please get in touch with us. Uh, thanks to Big John and Ricky for pointing out this thread on Twitter. This 
floating my boat. So Martin Lewis the other day, right, tweeted out, Today's Twitter poll, is it, is it acceptable to haggle in a charity shop? Which of these is the closest to your view, right? And then someone tweeted, Major Charles Badback on uh, Twitter said, what a worker, right? <laughs> Martin Lewis tweeted back, genuine question, what does the phrase what a worker mean in this context, right? <laughs> Obviously, wrestling fans jumped on this uh, and Major Charles jumped back on saying it's an ind- insider term in the wrestling business, brother. It's very complimentary. It means you're doing your job very well and are over with the fans. In this case, me and all the other money-saving maniacs, right? Money-saving maniac. And Ricky, uh, who's flagged up this thread, posted a, a, a gif of the million dollar man saying Big Lewis getting ready to take down the heels of the finance world one by one. <laughs> Mate, that's hilarious. And do you want to know the best yet? Martin Money Lewis is a worker, by the way. With he does. He does. Oh. And, he know, and by the way, he's, he's, he's noticed that he's, this energy thing, this is his territory. Oh, uh, that, he's all over it. He's, he's all over all it. Over it man. This is his WrestleMania. <laughs> Stuff. The energy prices has WrestleMania. Money, right. the inflation's flying up. Martin Lewis has got the belt strapped on him. <laughs> That's fucking. And by the way, Ryland, he's a worker. Ryland is a worker. Ry- Ryland's a worker. Ryland's a worker. He's on he, that this morning. He knows, he's on the Sinchad there. Yeah, he gets himself a boot. Radio he Two Show. He's, he's a bit like you, Gradle. But well, I'm on a fucking work. Come well, on. I, I, I mean, I know you missed out. I, I don't think we've talked about this in the podcast, but you missed out on the Sinch adverts too, Rylan. That's right. So the the, the um, that's right. You got the the Sinch. We put our name on it. Is that the same thing? Is that the same? Yeah, yeah. So could we he's put our name on it? He's only gone and cinched it. But that was that. He's only gone and cinched it. Aye, that was Can you give us that line? Just see if you could how it would have worked for you. What's the line again? He's only gone and cinched it. Cinch, he's only gone and cinched it. See, that would have worked so See, much better. See, that would better. have worked. Do you know who else was at that? I've told you this a million times, isn't it? Paul Burrow, he was Paul Burrow, I was going to say. Yeah, gonna... Paul Burrow was there. I never saw Ryland, but I never got it. What a fucking waste of time. Paul Burrow, I can't believe he was even in the mix for it. And know? there was another guy, there was another guy that was in the waiting room, right, to get seen, and he was with his wee boy, and his wee boy must have been about five or six, and I'm watching him, and he's playing with his wee boy and all that, and he's all smiles, and oh, daddy, give a high five for daddy, wish good luck to daddy, and we're into today's edition, right? Ten seconds later, he come back out, come on, we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> because that was an edition where it was next, next. Oh, really? But that was one of the ones cutthroat as in, no. How long did and you I, get? I lasted about a minute and a half. I try to be smart. I always, because I always try to get in there and put it, put all the guys over. Oh, like, a bit, it's a bit I, like the rumble. A bit like the rumble. I, 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 but I went in, try to be, try to fucking uh, butter them all up. You know what I mean? Aye. Fucking, how you doing? All the rest of it. Aye, Did you get walking doing the strut? Uh, no, but they wanted me. To, they wanted to um, get me to uh, walk from side to side, and I was kind of giving. I was just trying to be. I was a pain in the ass. I probably wouldn't get this guy out. I was going, oh, my good side, luckily enough. <laughs> you know, I, I, could, I, would, I would pop them, but fuck, man, I was, uh, oh, never got it. And Wasted just, a flight tune, but I ended up going and get mad with Shara that day, so it was all good. It all worked out. Um, and I mean, what could have been, obviously, Howard from when the Bank of Scotland used to, you know, sponsor the, the Premiership, you know what I mean? Uh, they've been handing over the trophy to Rangers this season, but obviously that isn't going to happen now, Grado. So, you know, John, sorry. I thought you said the league was now. Sorry, I did say the league wasn't over. I did. Is the league over? The league is over. Right, more on that foot or uh, sister podcast football daft <laughs> this week. Um, Chuggle Vision has pointed out on Twitter to us um, that the. By the way, see what see your Twitter. It's funny you've got me thinking about workers. 
There's another worker who I don't want to mention his name. A bad, bad bastard. And he's, he's got a Netflix documentary no longer with us. Oh, right. You know who I'm talking about. We can't talk about him. We can't say his name. Oh, yes. He was a, but he was a worker. Was he a worker? Well, come on, man. With a tracksuit everywhere he went. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, we can't call him a worker. Why did he? Nah, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Oh, come on, I love these gimmick. Come on, when do you, uh... yeah, that's a gimmick, all right. Um, right, I need to pick up on this. It, it, it came in um, from uh, one of our listeners, Chuggle Vision. Right, uh, he has pointed out something wrestling in the world of snooker of all places, Grado. <laughs> the world of snooker is now taken to wrestling. Right, so they're doing a thing called Judgment Day, which is basically the match to qualify for the Crucible, and it's called Judgment Day, so basically it's all the qualifying matches to get into the Crucible, it's now taking on the wrestling terms, Judgment Day, and he said, um, what what other pay-per-view names would you like to see in other sports events in general, Nick? Well, is there any other uh, wrestling pay-per-view names that would work in the sporting world? Well, the old firm on Sunday, that's backlash, isn't it? It's backlash, that's it. You're absolutely right. Wouldn't it be great if promos like just playing backlash? Aye. Doing like wrestling style promos for the the old firm. I wonder if you could I wonder if you could dare us, right? Right, okay, okay. Right, here we go. Money in, imagine it was a money in the bank. Right, right, right. Okay, I'm, I'm, right so they, so this is this is Rangers last chance to get a title shot. No, Ken, no. But they're seven points behind in the league, right? But they've got to play Three play three teams, right? And mm. if they win all three games, they get a they get an art title shot. Well, aye, right. You could say that, and then or you could do right. What about this? Right. Well, I'm listening. I'm all ears. This is right. this could be a winner to spice up the relegation battle and promotion right. battle between between SPFL and and uh, the, the SPFL Championship, right? Right, right, right. So they have, so they have the playoffs, right? Right. So so right. So say for example, right, Kelly. Kelly get promoted, right? Because they've won, right? Okay. So then they get the playoffs, right? So say Arbroath play, who would we say, St. Johnston. Is that right? Yeah. Say that, that ends up happening. But say Johnston, St. Johnston fucking... Mm, right, this might not work. Say St. John, right? Say whoever doesn't get through in the playoffs, right? Right, okay. They've got to play the team that was below them during the summer, right? Mm-hmm. And whoever wins their money in the bank, and they can cash in at any point in the season to play whoever's bottom of the league. <laughs> and what happens is, if the if, if, if the money in the bank team wins, then they automatically replace them. Doesn't matter where in the season it is. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know I mean? you can, what you could do because it, league... it needs it needs fucked about me, right? But you know something today with it. Whoever doesn't get promoted, they go into money in the bank, and they then have the money in the bank, and they can challenge, say, for talking sake, next year county, right? Okay. They're playing well, right? However, say maybe December they've got injuries, blah blah blah. Abrov can cash their money in the bank. I love this idea. I love this idea. Or you could make it as the winners of the League Cup get the money in the bank, right? So the League Cup winners uh, get money in the bank, right? So it doesn't matter what division. And then they can choose to cash in against the champions of any league. So come the end of the season or during the season, they can cash in and they will automatically win the championship. Uh, 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 right. Or, or could you, see, we're getting fully hit, but we're going to hit this wee bit. But <laughs> I, could the winners of the League Cup then 
have a sort of do or die money in the bank. So whoever right. at the end of the season, the team can nah, this is just fucking Or the Royal Rumble, so you don't know what you think. <laughs> it's like the Scottish Cup, right? So the the first team gets drawn out, right? You don't right. know who you're playing, right? Ah, you don't know who you're playing. And you have a day of like this is how they do the semi finals, right? This is they do a live draw. So it's like two semi finals in one day, right? Mm. Don't know who you're gonna be playing, right? So say Rangers come out in the strip uh, onto the pitch, there's Hibs, Celtic and Hearts in the fucking mixer, and it just goes, eh and then Hearts <laughs> run out to the pitch for the semi final. And then the next semi final it's you know the other two the other two teams this Oh my god. Uh, if you've got any suggestions, keep these that, suggestions coming. I like this chat. Um, Grado, um, Struggle Vision also points out that you look like Eugene from The Walking uh, Dead, and I can see that. No, the one I get, I keep getting tagged in something this week because there was a picture of Kevin Steen for a couple of years ago. You seen this picture, no? No, no. You looking like uh, Kevin Steen, are you? Aye, uh, people. What to see? It was about a couple of days ago. I get it every time it pops up. It's a picture of Kevin Steen with. Um... Wow. Wow, that's him with Sami Zayn as well. You see, I think it looks a bit... I mean, it is, that's definitely the kind of acne that I had back in the day before I was on the Rowacatane. Yes. You ever, you ever take Rowacatane, John? No? I, I, no, I didn't have that bad acne when I was a kid. Oh, see, I had it, man. Did you really? Oh, I man. The doctor, I remember going to the doctors and the doctor gone, this is, this is mega side effects. Depression, weight gain, brain swelling. Oh, Jesus Christ. But go to the man. That was just in the hype my Lowlanders run. <laughs> Did people call you Pizza Face, Grado? They never called me Pizza Face, not even the day. I was a Lowlander. Don't fuck with my Lowlander. Don't fuck with the Lowlanders, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I remember last week, Grado, how we were asking people to take pictures of where they were listening to the podcast and just do it right there and right then. This is making sense. The boy that we had in the podcast a couple of weeks ago, um, Paul, he messaged us when he was, he was sitting in Greg's. This is making sense now. I was wondering yeah. why he sent us that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we asked you when you were out and about, whenever you listened to the podcast last week, take a picture of where you were there and then with people have not disappointed with this Grado. Uh, Andrew Williams got in touch and he's in a pink hoodie. You'll be able to see all these pictures if you get the video version, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. He posted a picture of where he's been listening to the iPod in bed on a Friday, contemplating doing the Cena move, the five knuckle shuffle. <laughs> we don't know what that's all about. But there's Andrew with a pink hoodie lying in his bed looking quite quite happy with himself. Craig McKenzie. And who does he look like? Who does he look like? Rylan. <laughs> he looks like Rylan. It does. Uh, Craig McKenzie was listening to Wrestling Daft on Saturday morning while working as a painter at a customer's bathroom. And he said it's a picture, kind of, he's, he's playing with, the, it looks like a nice turquoise uh, oh. going up on a, a, a bathroom there or some, for some customer. So. Oh, it looks a kind of light blue for like the 80. Remember, you used to get toilets that were quite aqua. Like an avocado, it's like an avocado kind of green, isn't it? That you, aye, uh, that's aye. a stinking colour, man. Well, there you go. Uh, so tell your uh, customers that, Craig. Glad annoyed. Oh, let's look at this one. Oh, listening on my walk through Mulaba, 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 sunshine in the Gold Coast yesterday morning. Oh God! And here's Scott. Here's Scott from Glasgow originally delivering milk in the northwest of England. Wrestling daft, getting him through his shifts. Keep up the good work. And By the way, a milk cart, like a proper electric milk cart. I didn't think they still done them. I didn't think so, but in the northwest of England, it must be still be a thing. I tell you what, they should bring them back because my milk gets delivered at midnight. Oh. And it wakes me up. And does if it they talk, 
I, I, so does mine. And in the summer, you wake up and it's off because it's been lying out in the sunshine. It, like, you get up and get at 8 o'clock in the morning. It's because do you think they just sit at night and go, fuck it, we'll just do this and now? I, I think they do. I think they do. Mm. I'm totally with you on that one. Um, and they've switched my plastic bottles to glass bottles, but I won't get into that um, poli- politics. Uh, right, Pablo's went on. Hold on, you, you, get the, you get the glass bottle, I get glasses glass bottle. I did the Billman came round the other day there and said I said um because he switched we're now direct I can't this is such boring chat but the round direct he was changing oh, the direct debit yeah. and I said big man what's the deal with the glass bottles why are you switched out of the plastic apparently they're having a problem at the bottling factory so that's why we're getting in the glass bottles now so I have to John, put the you, glass bottles out in the morning do you know think I want to hear what the, the listeners think but to me bottled milk that comes out of a glass bottle I think it tastes better. I think you're right. Iron brew that comes out of a glass bottle tastes better than out of a can, I think. Let us know. Let us know. Um, Pablo is listening to uh, the podcast. And Greg, this is who we're talking about. Uh, from the, Round from the Innisfree Social Club in Long Benton. I have been in that, Greg's. There you go. Uh, sorry for the crappy pick, but I thought I might get battered if I fannied on too much. Yeah, Long Benton's in Innisfree. Are you been in Long Benton? I used to live in Newcastle. I lived there for three years. I quite liked wrestling there, by the way. That was that was uh, that was no bad wee wee crowd. North wrestling. Ah, yeah, M E W M E W. They were called main, oh, main event wrestling or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and Paul uh, currently listening to the show at the post office. And um, Jack <laughs> then has set us with uh, the last one. Says Kirkcaldy shite hole. <laughs> so <laughs> listen, we'll keep this going. If you're listening to the podcast right now, if you're hearing us speak right now, take a picture at this very moment. Tweet us at, at Wrestling Dath, and we'll keep this going for the next couple of weeks until Rab gets back because Rab doesn't like pictures on podcasts. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with any of that chat, just random wrestling related stuff, please get us on Twitter, Wrestling Daft, on Insta, Wrestling Daft Podcast, or just plain old Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us, wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> Every week we separate the good and the bad from the wrestling in the buddies and put over section of the show. We can separate the Steve Austins to the now theories. Do you see that, Credo? Yes. Austin Theory's first name and he's now just Theory. Does that mean that Steve Stone Cold is going to be doing more stuff in the wrestling? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm surprised that never happened sooner. Because there was, yeah. see when you were listening to Build Up, I was getting confused and pretty... A lot of people were getting confused. Oh, did you see Austin Stunner and Austin Selma? I'm just surprised it took that long. But again, I have no issue with it at all. Do you have any issue with stuff like that? I, I don't like it. I just don't like when but you. Why do you not like it? It's like, like when you change it from Matt Riddle to Riddle. I just, oh, I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like change, Grado. I don't like change. Gunther, you know Walter Gunther. I just don't. Oh, Pete Dunne to fucking this pish. Which which Pete Dunne called again? Butch. I Butch. prefer that to, I think that's a crack name. Oh, really? Butch Tingle. Butch Tingle, yeah, he might as well. He dresses like him. Um, right, you got anything to bury or put over from wrestling since you're back into it? Right, well, uh, I messaged you on Saturday night. I know this is for the week prior, but I sat and watched possibly the best match I've saw in years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for WrestleMania weekend. And it was uh, due to Mike Johnson, who's who, who was brilliant last week on the show. Yep. Uh, the, the Briscoes versus the revival at Ring of Honor was tremendous i love the briscoes love the briscoes you 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 watch them they look hard as fuck uh they you you believe in them you know that that once they wrestle at the weekend they're back to their ferns and 
fucking shaving chickens and milking coos and whatever they do <laughs> in the firm. You, you buy into them, and you know, Revival are just slick, and it, I loved it. I yeah. loved it, and I loved it at the end when when uh, thing we came out as well. The young box, I quite enjoyed that as well. I just I, I watched it. Don't get me wrong, I had a gl- I had a glass of wine, I had a bottle of wine, I had pe- Perry myself. I put her up to bed. I cracked open a bottle of red, John. You know. Nice. I sat there and I thought that was superb, and I got you to watch it, but you've not watched it, have you? I've not watched it yet. I did, however, watch the FTR Young Bucks uh, rematch, uh, and I thought that was. Shall put me onto that? Shall put me onto that? I, I, that. I fell asleep well. during it. Oh really? Yeah, I, 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 the Young Bucks get a hard time from a lot of the wrestling community, but I love the Young Bucks. I just think they they're just heat magnets. I think they're great. Um, anything, to buddy? I don't know, man. I I, I just think I don't know. I just think uh, I'm not going to bury it, but I'm telling you the now. Get a month and folk will be booing bo- bo- Cody Rhodes. Oh, this is off the back of his uh, nicey nice. It's it's too much like the AEW stuff he was doing before he left, isn't it's it? It's not. It's not just that. It's that is not a likable character. Yeah, a guy coming out in a suit. Right, he yeah. looks he looks dodgy. You wouldn't trust him. It's like who was I heard somebody saying a podcast. I can't remember who it was, but they, he looks like a, a, a car salesman <laughs> or a, a, a Christian evangelist, and he does. He yeah. looks like somebody that, that would want to sell you that Herbalife shite. <laughs> but is that still a thing? Do people still buy hair boy? I don't know, but do you get what I mean by that? There's just something about the way he shouldn't be a. a I get why he's a baby face just now because it's made because it's. Don't get me wrong, it's got me into wrestling. The first thing that I done on Monday morning when I woke up today, the radio was I want to see what Cody done on uh, on Raw. Yeah, and I and I liked I liked the, the back and forth between him and Miz. I thought it was good. Him, have you saw Raw yet? No, I've not seen it yet, but I had the. It was just the, quite the, funny, like Cody talking about the belt, and Miz was going, "Eh, it's title." <laughs> and, uh, and, the, and, and, and Cody was going, "All the wrestlers in the back, eh, it's superstars, mate." That's brilliant. It was that good. Brilliant. I, see, Miz is a guy. See, because he's been on for that long, sometimes I'm, I, guys like that, I just go, "No, I'm fed up seeing this guy." But I actually enjoyed the stuff we had with Cody on yeah. Monday. But I'm telling you, get a couple of months and I think Cody will be booed. But I'm loving it. I'm loving it. There's nothing, nothing against the guy. Yeah. I think it's great. And he's, his entrance, they've, they've took away his ramp already. Have they really? What they've done is they've done a sort of a, a Goldberg type deal. Right, right, so, right. But it's no, it's a mix between Goldberg and Edge. See that it's like two fire extinguishers. And then just as the, the bit hits in the song, he appears. Right, she's so not getting her eyes now. That's, okay. By the way, that song's everywhere. See if you go on... Uh, um, Esme was on TikTok. Oh, really? And, uh, kind of, you hear the wings that go through and what they listen to and that, that ah, kind yeah, of yeah. song, so it's everywhere. Nice, nice. Um, I want to give a put over to Samoa Joe's facial reactions. I don't know if you've seen... Uh, I, I love the acclaimed. I absolutely love the acclaimed. Uh, Max Caster comes down and fucking burns through people. Like Loved it. I loved it. I loved it. You can tell Samoa Joe's went like that. Say what you want. Yeah, yeah. Say what you want. Don't let me hear it until I come out. Yeah, and his facial reactions to it was just like, like I fair enough. Yeah, I love that. Yep. I love the way Joe's just kind of... He's kind of doing a Craig Levine. He's just not giving a fuck, is he? <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck at all. But yeah, no, I, I, I love that um, stuff from Joe. I think he'll do all right in AEW, at, uh, you know, he's in Ring of Honor. I, I, I don't get the, the kind of... Um, is Ring of Honor almost getting used as a kind of NXT for AEW, do you think? I don't know what they're going to do with that. 
I really, really don't know. I mean, there is scope there, John, because there's so much of a back catalogue of that Ring of Honor stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, if you want it, I mean, that's that's 20 years. And some of the shows, man, I remember getting them sent. The first couple of years of Ring of Honor, were great, man. There was some great storylines with Punk and Raven. And, yeah, oh, God. Uh, there was Samoa Joe was the champion mm-hmm. for so many years. Uh, fuck, man, there was, there was loads of stuff. I don't know whether he's got, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hoping for, I mean, hoping, God, if, if I'm wanting to get back into the old wrestling, it's, it's better to have more places out there. Oh, no, uh, exactly. I mean, I mean, I mean, once you once you get match fit, grade, I certainly would be, I mean, would you, would, right, so if NXT, we, we know where NXT is at, we know where NXT UK is at. I mean, Ring of Honor is a great place for you to try and get in, back into it. I know, I need, I, you can't, you need, you need a, you need some, you need some talk about yourself. You need to do something. I can't just come back and go. No, no, no. Of course. You know what I mean, you need to do yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You need, you need, you need to do something. What it is, I don't really know. Oh, there will be something announced in the next couple of days. Actually, I will probably. Oh, that's ideal. That's that's today with wrestling. So. Oh yeah. well, there we go. You... And by the way, another plug for my show. Yes, get the plug in Give for that. Plug. All right, Saturday the seventh of May, PavilionTheatre.co.uk. Pre-sales looking not too bad, so it's going to be a good atmosphere. If you're a wrestling fan, um, it is aimed. It's a kind of it's mainly a show. The wrestling's brilliant, but it, I, I like to yeah. what I like to aim it at is I don't for want the kids. It's for the I kids, want, it's it? for the kids, but it's also I want the moms and dads to come and not be sitting there going, "How long's this got to go? Is that an hour match?" Because I can't. I, yeah. if, my, my brother come to shows and family and all that. If it gets too long. You don't want to piss off the Moz and the Dad. You want them to bring the Waynes back and the Waynes to keep going. You don't want to upset the Waynes or not. You don't want to make it too complicated for them as well. But if you're if you're a wrestling fan, you've maybe got a wee niece and nephew, and you think, I want to take them out a wee day out to the wrestling, it's uh, two bells at the Pavilion Theatre, and the tickets are on sale now. And uh, you're making your big in-ring comeback? I should be. I, I should be. should be um, making... I don't know whether... I'm doing this... Um, you know that we can... Saturday, Sunday, I've got the For the Love of Wrestling. Yes, yeah. Comic Con thing, which is do, which is doing there, and they they've been asking me about wrestling there as well. So I might I might I might dip my tail in it next week. We'll see. Get, get ring sharp. Start getting ring ready. Well, you never know, mate. As I've I've got that pram. I'm up the high road in in Stevenson. I'm, I'm walking up to my feathers two or three times a week. Yeah. Power walking. Get the headphones in. So you know, I'm on the night track. Oh, excellent. This is a very exciting. You know what I'm saying? And I've been putting my, What's the kind of dinners I've been putting in the, the WhatsApp Yeah, he week? has. He's gluten free and he's ready to go, everyone. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. So I look forward to the big comeback. There's, there's a stir fry in there waiting for me. Oh, there you go. Look at this. You know what I'm saying? This. Problem is with stir fry, but you have it and an hour later you're fucking starving. I know. Yeah, that is. I had one the other night. I've got fish tacos tonight. So I'm looking forward Oh, John, do you know fish tacos is the reason. Oh, this is your gluten-free. But you oh. went for, I breaded ones. I've, I've just went for the fillets, you know. Oh, mate, but by the way, I'm with you with fish tacos, bro. You got jalapenos and oh. all that, no? Oh, we uh, coleslaw with kind of jalapenos, sweet corn, red cabbage, through it, mayonnaise. Oh, you're the man. Where, you know, it's marinating away at the moment, so that should be good. What's going to the listeners, what are they burying and putting over? Well, Big Mash is putting over the pay-per-view in Wales, surely, because Big Big Mash is a Welshman. Uh, we've got a few Welsh listeners, um, David as well. Uh, he lives down that way. So, yeah, they'll be off to that. Uh, so we're all crashing at theirs then. Brilliant. I, Thanks, boys. I mean, 
I think that is a, a good thing. I think there, you will see all the, the troops coming down for, for Scotland, and I think all the UK there'll be a lot of folk because yep. uh, they're going to they're going to need to have a a few stars on that show. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, want to put over Vince Russo for his insightful comments on how AEW are not growing their products in terms of rating. This is uh, from our interview a couple of weeks ago. But I also wish to bury him for criticising for not using writers. And then later in the interview, talking about sex sales and TNA being improvised and how that should have been the evolution of the business, which is largely how AEW operates now. Can't have it both ways, Vince. Aye. He likes to trip himself up, old Vince, doesn't he? He does, I. You know, I, I, it was a great interview, though. If you've not, nothing's ever his fault, is it? <laughs> that is true. See that that I mean? is true. But he's a good lad. Go back and listen to that interview. It was cracking. He had a lot to say about AEW and certainly the WWE as well. Uh, Chris putting over Montez Ford's dive onto the Usos, followed by his dance in front of Orton on Raw. Pure class. I love Montez Ford. Love that. Is that the Street Profits? Yeah. He's gonna get a good. He's gonna get a run soon enough. Though Angelo Dawkins gets slated, but I think he's really good and he's probably one of the best hot tags in wrestling at the moment. You see, I've I've, I've not seen saw enough of the tag stuff. Are they, are they aligning the tag belts as well? Is that getting there's, well? There's 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 talk that Usos have went back into Raw to try and Roman Reigns has sent them to Raw to win right. the tag belts because he wants all the gold in the bloodline. So that should be interesting to see if that plays out because they, they probably could do unifying the tag belts because the tag division isn't deep enough, I don't think. WWE um, Telly's all right, isn't it? It's all right. I, I mean, the other thing, the mid-card belts, because you saw they both left off of WrestleMania. You know, you, you could probably couldn't tell me, Grado, who's the Intercontinental and the US champion. At um, the I'll yeah. tell you the now, is the Intercontinental champion Ricochet and the US yeah. title is Finn? It is well done, spot Aye. on. But I mean, they weren't even on the WrestleMania card, so unifying those titles and making back in just Intercontinental Championship and, and doing it that way. I mean, it'd be a shame to see the US title go because it's got such heritage, but at the same time, you know, having two mid card belts, I don't know. If, I don't know. It just doesn't work, I don't think. Um, Daniel's putting over, um, oh, sorry, uh, Chris is burying the fact they've turned Pete Dunne into fucking Scrappy Doo. <laughs> yes, they have. <laughs> uh, Daniel's putting over Rab and Orphans. We've oh, did he go? He did. He's been getting great reviews. I have to say, uh, he's been getting four-star reviews all over the place. Um, so, well done, Rab. And I feel terrible that I've not bought a ticket for it. Well, but, I know. It would have been good to go to that, John. Should have had a re- re- should re- have went, mate. Right, uh, should I was going to mm. send them flowers and I totally forgot and all. Shite. Fuck. Right. But it's fine. He's fine. It's fine, mate. He's still getting paid for this, even though he's not on it. <laughs> so... We've, we've done our bit for him. Uh, <laughs> burying uh, stupid long wrestling shows is Daniel. So, yeah, wrestling, long wrestling shows. Two hours tops. Two hours tops. Get Raw back down to two hours. Totally agree with that. Uh, Beppe Signore put over William Regal. I could listen to him talk for hours on end. Such a lovely, humble man. Yep. Um, I actually never... <laughs> no, come on. Listen, no, I listened to him on Jericho's podcast a couple of weeks ago. Did you hear oh, that? What was he on? Oh, I, I must listen to that. Really good, mate. Really, really yeah. good, really, really good. And he kind of broke down in tears a couple of times. Oh, did he? Did he? Aye. Just regretting no signing Gredo for NXT UK and that. That's exactly what it was. I can't <laughs> wait to hear that story. Uh, yeah. Rocky Boy, put over Moxley versus Wheeler Utah from Rampage. A brilliant heart hitting match. Have you seen this one, Gredo? No, it was this on Friday night. I heard it if was you really like, good. If you, mate, if you like the Briscoes uh, match, you'll fucking love this because was, there was no fucking about with this. Um, and uh, he's burying that Nash Carter arsehole. We won't go into that. <laughs> That's a wrestling career by way, isn't it? I know. I should, 
Jesus. Fuck that. Um, ben, put over finally a UK pay-per-view. Kevin Owens comedy with Ezekiel. Mark, yes! Are you, are you enjoying the Kevin Owens comedy stuff with Ezekiel? Love stuff like that. Do you see the Photoshop today for his uh, done a lot? Brilliant. Brilliant. I'm all I'm all the gaga. Love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mox versus Utah and Dan Housen uh, hooks comedy stuff too on AEW. I, I love Dan Housen. I just love the, the shtick that he's got in AEW. I need to watch some, some more AEW stuff so for a while there. If I was going to watch wrestling, I'd stick on AEW, but quite enjoying the WWE then. I'll need to kind of get back into it. I know. Dan Housen's brilliant. Uh, Buddy talk show segments on WWE right now. The carpet's over the ring and the stupid champagne stand. Can't be arsed with it. Get it in the bin. I fucking hate, 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 hate talk show segments in wrestling. There's too many of them. They're, they're what? Listen, Piper's Pit. The original, the best, right? And I'll give you Jericho's highlight reel. Aye, we'll give you Jericho's. But everything else that's come after, it's just a pain in the arse. Miss TV, mm, but then it's the KO show, it's this, it's, oh, it's, no. Aye, they're up the arse out of it. Nah, totally wrong. By the way, what is it? I mean, see, see Seth Rollins, what is he meant to be? Nobody knows. Nobody uh, knows. Is, um, it, is, it, is it a play? Is it, is it, to be, is it like Joker? I don't know. I don't get the character. He's, he's, he's very... That laughing shit's annoying. Aye, it is. I, I don't get the Seth Rollins character at the moment. Uh, Bronze Chell, our friend, putting over Utah versus Mox from Rampage. Very popular this week. AEW match of the year so far. Big shout that. Um, Gunther on SmackDown and Cody versus Miz on Raw. Especially uh, Miz correcting Cody telling her it's not a belt, it's a championship. Yeah, great, love funny. that and all. Uh, buddy, that Tony Khan Twitter bots tweet, I've not seen this. Have you seen this? Aye, man. I don't get that. Did Just, you see it? No, it's Tony Khan. I think he basically was trying to say that it's bots. Anybody that's the majority of people that bury AEW are bots. I just don't know why you needed to, to tweet that. I don't, I just, it's true. I mean, take some criticism. You're obviously going to get folk that don't, I mean, I, of course you are. I can watch AEW No Bar, I think it's brilliant, but you need to be able to take criticism. Yeah. I don't I mean, know, it just seemed a bit daft, a bit paranoid, a bit kind of, right. Yeah. He gets himself more and more involved, old Tony Cano, doesn't he? He does, he does, he's kind of getting... But it's his own company, he can do Well, he do what he wants, exactly. Uh, meme Gene put over Rabin Orthans, magic. My idea to have Grado and Scottish funk legend Jesse Ray do a Be Yourself, It's Yourself crossover for his new entrance team with the money from downloads going to charity? This is his own idea from Meme Gene. I've not seen. Be Yourself, It's Yourself crossover with you and Scottish funk legend Jesse Ray. Who's Jesse Ray? I don't know, but he must have done a song called Be Yourself. Be Yourself. Jesse Ray? Jesse Ray? Oh, sorry, Jesse Ray. Have you, oh, are, you, are you ripping off Jesse Ray's gimmick here? <laughs> Where's it? Be yourself? Be Where's yourself? Be yourself? Where is this, John, so I can take I don't shit. know, but Meme Gene is uh, saying this guy's a Scottish funk legend, Jesse Ray, and it's J-E- I don't think you've put this in my prep sheet, mate. Jesse Ray from Meme Gene. I think this just came on at the last minute here, Grado, actually. So, yeah, we need more information, Meme Gene. Get back in touch. Let us know who this is. We're live, pal! Perhaps we can make this beautiful thing happen for charity. I don't know. Um, Burying Adam Share the dafty, that's all. He gets involved. At, oh, when EC3 comes on, should we ask him about Buff Bagwell? We ask him about that. Okay, right, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, Mark says, all right, lads, another mad whip put over here. Watching Grado's entrance at Fear and Loathing 8. Uh, that's for, he's put it, V. 
three III, then he's went eight for all known Romans out there. It's got to be one of the best wrestling entrants going. Only real American with Hulk Hogan has a similar impact in an anthemic sense. What do you reckon? I actually didn't like that one. Did you not? No, I didn't. I, I, there was something about that. I did not feel comfortable doing my entrance coming out against Drew. I usually do my strut, but I'd done it too much. When I was watching it back, going, I'm doing too, too much. much. Right, right. But, uh, right, but mate, you were at the it's the biggest wrestling show of your career, and you're at the SEC. Mm-hmm. You're going to get I don't it. know. I just, oh. I, 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 was going through my mind, and I remember giving my hat to Billy and stuff like that. Billy Kirkwood, when I'm, I probably should have gave it to a punt on the front row, never mind. But I don't know, maybe I, I don't know. Mate, you were carried away, you were just carried away. I was carried everything away. Everything must have been going through your head because like, everything was going, no, it was going through my hint because Drew uh, called a hurricane runner. And the, 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 see when you put that match together, Grado, was it was it all put together backstage or did we call a lot of it in the ring? No, what, what happened was it was we I mean you I, we, finish, we, you knew where you're going we with spoke, the finish. I, we knew we were going to finish, but what angers me is that the referee or somebody told us that well we're shot when we needed to go home quick because we're running out of time. So Drew being the pro he was, we kind of cut out a couple of false finishes at the end of the match, which annoyed me, man, because what we, what we did plan, because what we did plan was I was going to hit him with that DDT that he does. Yeah, ah, future shock DDT, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was desperate to do it, but Drew took it home, which was annoying, because I'm thinking, fuck the time, we're on live in the telly. No, it's, I mean, that's... You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, the, the SEC I'm going to do a, a fine on you, are they, or anything like that? Because no. it didn't run that late. No, 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 that's no. twice that happened to me in Glasgow, but anyway. I know, I know, but Al Snow helped you in the, the other one, didn't he? <laughs> um, right, so Kev's putting over NXT, the recent shows and Stand Deliver pay-per-view are brilliant. Mm, I, I, I kind of get into the new NXT, I really can't at all. It's too much, there's too much on that. Uh, it's mental. Have you ever watched NXT, Grado? I watched... Uh, I think you would really like it, actually. It's mm, fucking mental. Well, I, I fairly enjoyed uh, Braun Breaker against uh, Dolph Ziggler oh. last week. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah, that, yeah. I enjoyed that. I don't know, I think it looks kind of different. I don't know. I, I, I need to watch Marriott. I need to watch Marriott. There's that much wrestling to catch up with. I know, I know. Uh, and he's putting over Ezekiel Elias wind up Kevin Owens on social media. It's been very funny. Yes, we all agree with that. And David's finally putting over a trip to Cardiff in September. Luckily for me, just a short train ride. We're all coming to stay at yours, David. And Buddy, the hotel's already charging 800 quid for the night before the tickets have even gone on sale. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There we are. Please welcome to the show, NXT rookie, Derek Bateman. Good to see you, my man. Wild and young, man. How are you feeling? Oh, man. I'm, I'm getting there, mate. I'm getting there, mate. You're looking, you're looking superb. I don't know about the short hair. You don't like it? I'm getting a haircut today. Like usually, it's more skin fade. I look like a real psychopath right now. It's kind of growing out. Do you put a line in it too sometimes? But yeah, you were always a fan of the curly hair. I didn't know why because I hated my life in it. But. No, no. Listen, listen. I remember when you were on WWE. I hated your hair. 
2010. Yeah. I fucking hated it, man. And, and then you got your hair cut and you went to TNA and you were one of the most handsome guys. To me, you were the next rock. Your hair looked good. You looked yeah. good just now, but I loved it when you had the kind of short back and sides and the wee curly Buffon bit at the top. I had sort of the curl and the colic and the quaff. And then, you know, Aunt D was really particular about my hair. So she'd send me into makeup, push aside all the, all the knockouts, get out of the way. You see three, they'd straighten it out, perfectly apply spray, pomades, gels, you know, horse tranquilizer, whatever it took. And then, yeah. <laughs> Mate, it's good to see you, man. I absolutely love you. I love you. I love your dad. I love EC2. How's Maureen? Maureen's great. I can't wait to tell her you said hi. EC2 talks about you all the time. We're doing that CYN show in Cleveland. He's like, is Grado coming? <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, it's great to see you, mate, as I said. Um, but what's happening? What, what, what is control? I'm a wee bit out the loop, right? I'm totally out the loop. You're not, yeah. I'm, 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 what is control your narrative? Control your narrative. I mean, it's a lot of things. First off, it started as an idea. Then it became a movement. Now, for some reason, somehow, I'm in a full tilt uh, culture war for absolutely no reason, but mm. most we are doing live shows. We have a television, and it was all based on kind of a, a demo I shot when I was fired during a pandemic by your boys in the WWE. That's fine. <laughs> Shave the I wanted to recreate myself as a character. Spent all my time doing it by myself with my partner, JC. I don't know if you know him. You should. Mm. Uh, then we... Match. Then we got so inspired by the match, we shot a whole show, feature kind of thing, cinematic wrestling, but not that bullshit cinematic wrestling. Wrestling not cinematically. I did that with Cardona. Next thing you know, Braun gets fired. Now I have Adam Share. He always wanted to do what we were doing, so we made another one. Yada, yada, yada. He meets a TV executive in a steakhouse. Then I meet the TV executive. We pitch him this. We're signed to a TV deal. And we're like, holy shit, how did this happen? Also wanted to take the show live in front of people, skip back to cinematic elements, but present a great kind of underground fight club feel live show. You'd love it. Uh -huh. A lot's going on, man. So we've had two live shows, resounding success. <laughs> You're out of the bubble, which is great because uh, the internet will report on them because they're so successful and people want to see us fail. That's awesome. We've been sabotaging the letter brands already. We've had people coming after us. Um, it's, it's been great. It's been awesome. But what, we're doing, what we're doing is giving people opportunities, you know, talent that you may not know, may never have known. I want to push their stories so the world can see them unfold. Mate, do you know what? It's different, isn't it, John? Yeah, it's completely different from anything that's out there. I'd like to know, before you set up Control Your Narrative, Ethan, did you have any... Any other offers on the table from CW or Ring of Honor at that time? Or was this just, you know, this is something you wanted to do and you would just ignore all of that sort of stuff around you? Yeah, like, I mean, uh, when I started, I was, you know, just police. So I was doing stuff with Impact. I was doing stuff with Ring of Honor. I was talking with AEW. Then I stayed with Ring of Honor mostly because I can go under the radar there and build this. Then Ring of Honor was kind enough to fire everybody. Um, <laughs> last three months and i realized that this industry i have another option a different option something and tangible i have to go all in with it so 
it was foregoing any groveling to a corporate wrestling brand and being just another cog in a machine. It was like, I have to do this or it will never happen. And that's kind of where we're at. Well, you know what match I want to see on Control Your Narrative after last night? You know what I'm going to say? What? No. I want to see Buff Bagwell. Uh, mate, I'm telling I, you. I want, it in, I want it right now. I Do you have Buff's booking info? I would, that is exactly what I'm thinking. Mate, I'm telling you, and people, you know, I don't really know Buff. I don't even think I've met him. He doesn't follow me on Twitter, but mate, that guy is over like Rover right now on Twitter. And I saw the big man, uh, Braun, biting yesterday, and I thought, well, do you know what, man? If this is controlling your narrative and you are going down a different route, I want to see that. I, that's the stuff I want to bring to people. Things, things you never thought you would see, things you didn't know you wanted to see. Like, that intrigues me. Mm-hmm. So, Love to see that right now. We have a Cleveland date scheduled 513, controlyournarrative.co. We have a Detroit date 514, and we have a date in Wisconsin, Cedarburg 515. Obviously, you won't make it because you're in another country. <laughs> I fucking love they make it, man. A lot of things coming, and there's a lot of talks for like unique and different avenues. Like, I want to build this up and bring it over to you guys. Uh, I, I want to do a tour with you. And I, oh, sure. well, well, mate, it's like see, see the the venues that, that you guys are running are very similar to the the sort of kind of nightclubs with the way ICW used to run that kind of under underground vibe. I can think of five six places in Glasgow that, that would be cool, and or even for like control your narrative to invade an ICW or something like that. Do you think that sounds cool, John? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You'd love to see that. Um, obviously, <laughs> you saw that thing with Buff online. What, how have you taken to the, there's been a lot of criticism on social media of control your narrative. How do you react to that sort of stuff? Well, like, are you, are you a right winger? Are you an anti-vaxxer? Are you a Trump fan? That's all the shite that you read, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I don't understand. This started, it really, I'll tell you the whole story. We decided to do a date, Dallas, Texas. It's in the same venue as another company called MLW, whatever. We're in the same, we don't see ourselves as competition. We don't know what we are yet. Uh, they had no exclusivity signed with this venue because it's like there's multiple rooms that could be run. Uh, they asked the company to remove us and the company, or excuse me, the venue can't because there's no exclusivity. So then MLW threatened to sue the venue. The venue asked us, would you mind moving your date? We'll give you the room for free. Could you change your time? And we said, no, like we're not going to be the, purpose of this is to stand up to being bullied like that's a great message of control your narrative is to stand up to bullying so we said no and then the next day on reddit we're you know funded by the my pillow guy and we're creation <laughs> which sucks because then i have to fight that battle which is completely untrue and unfounded which i've denounced multiple times but people within the industry believe it on high levels so now other companies hey i was gonna go work just control your narrative well you can work anywhere you want but don't work there like so they're pulling really? yeah the, you know, AEW's like pulled people on my day before my first show based on an internet lie whatever it started in reddit i went over to reddit i did an ama i took every horrific insult every tolerant 
a person just try to destroy me as a human being and an individual who know nothing about me and all the good I do, but I don't talk about the good I do because the people that do that are the people that do it solely so they can talk about how good they are. And I do things out of the kindness of my own heart. I have an entire roster of young talent who look up to me as a leader because I'm providing them opportunity and guidance in life. Cause you know what? I fucked up a lot in life. I've learned. So I'm trying to bring that message and giving these guys opportunities to tell their real stories as opposed to living within, as you call it, which you're out of this, this wrestling bubble. So it's a great experiment. I don't like being called these things, but what can I do besides say I'm not once? Like I don't owe anybody an explanation. I'm not what you say. Where else can I go? You're going to assume whatever. What, what can I say to you that will make you believe me? You either believe me or you don't. What I want to say is you've got a good point here, right? You've got something good here in terms of likes of Braun Strowman. Look at the amount of guys that have jumped for the WWE. They've been the big WWE name. They debuted. They get the big surprise. Then we're fun a couple of weeks. That's okay. it. There's nothing. There's nothing there. So this is a place for guys to go that want to come in with their own original ideas, their own concept, and they're in charge of their destiny. And I think it's a good idea. I think it's different. And I think it's quite cool. Reinvent yourself. Try something new. Be unique. Be different. You know, like people are afraid to do that because we're so integrated in this wrestling bubble that the immediate feedback we get on the Twitter machine or the, the gram with the gifts and whatnot, I don't really know what I'm saying. Like, that's what you think is the opinion, yet it's a small number and there's something broader out there. And a lot of the concept of control your nerve, you know I'm a goof, right? Aye. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, a ham. I'm a kind of an idiot, you know? I'm a, I'm a fun person. Aye. But also notice with life is how how sad and depressed people are and all we all have this struggle and we all go through these things so like another big concept of control your narrative is you know the mental health aspect what's the mental health of performers you know there's a lot of criticism for bringing in a guy like austin aries who has his opinions and people disagree with his opinions i probably disagree with them but I don't care. I'm a, uh, you're allowed to disagree with people, but at the same time, demonizing them is another thing. What's the mental health aspect to a guy who's been canceled? You know, those are interesting things to me that I think resonate beyond just the, you know what I mean? Aye. Because, I mean, see, when when you get released for WWE, right? What, did that fuck with your head? Did it fuck with your head? Were you depressed? No, it was literally the biggest relief i've ever had before then when i got they called me up and i was in i was injured with a concussion i'm like why am i getting called up now and then i'm like back to work and i never feeling right and then you know the put like it sucked like my run was terrible it was dog shit could i afford to put myself in a better position fight fight harder for myself absolutely but i was suffering and it was mental and it was from the injury and I get injured again, and I'm gone for three months. And there's a worldwide pandemic. People are losing their jobs, their lives, and their livelihoods. And I'm doing yoga in my apartment, and I get fired. And I was relieved. Right. Because you know, I wanted to get out, but also, how do you get out of something that's guaranteed money when the world might be collapsing around? But I just knew that this is the right thing.
great time and it was a great relief and it's try time to try something new. And but, I mean, you, you you told me, I remember you telling me in TNA back in the day, I, 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 would, I would ask you about what it was like to be in WWE and you said it was miserable and you said, yeah. like, you told me about people that, that worked there and they were out to get you and stuff like that. I mean, I can't criticise you for going to WWE, WWE because the money was better, but did you kind of go in with that mindset anyway, going, knowing that this might, this might not turn out to be what it's yeah. supposed to be? Because we were having, we had such a, like, TNA and then Impact. We had a great run, you and me. But I did very well in building myself because I had freedom in a sense. I wasn't, you know, completely free, but freedom to be me. And I had the freedom to make mistakes. And I had the freedom to, like, develop who I was. And that carried me to pretty good success. So having that confidence, I'm like, I can go back there and give it another shot because I know who I am now. I promised myself because I'm in a good place and I'm very confident in what I can do that I'm never going to be the guy that's miserable backstage. Like I'm never going to be the guy complaining. I can't be that because that mentality exists with a vast majority of people there. So I promised myself I wouldn't be that guy. But the second I got back, mm. something about it. And you complain about the system because you know I'm going could I have done more, like I said, to fight and push for myself? Yeah. Should I have – the thing is you're afraid to lose your job, but you're going to get fired anyways. If I had the mindset, it doesn't matter. I'm getting fired. Let me let all swing out there and throw it all – go all in. And if I get fired, so what? I probably would have been better, and I probably would have been more successful because I was free to act how I thought. So. Mm. Or Vince would have had me shot. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you enjoy your run in NXT, though, Ethan? I mean, obviously, the main roster stuff didn't work out, but your run in NXT was great, I thought. It was good. Um, the thing about NXT is holding ground for me to get up there, so I was never, like, the branded NXT guy. But I had a lot of fun, and I learned a lot, because though I was signed to the contract where I don't have to go to the PC, you know, I would show up every day and, learn from guys like Terry Taylor and Scotty Tuhati, Norman Smiley, Shawn Michaels, you know, and I think that when I, that added a lot to me mentally, as far as being able to be a smarter wrestler more so than, you know, cooler moves, but like psychology and uh, things like that. So yeah, NXT was good, but it was never, you know. Yeah, not what you wanted to be, yeah. But I mean, listen, he was, EC3 was, the, the locker room leader in TNA. He was yeah. the guy that everybody went to for advice. He was the top guy. So I mean I was I think I was still I think I was still in TNA when you when you signed with WWE and I was fucking I was gutted man. I was absolutely gutted because tell you what man that was the time of my life. See going to Orlando every month with you and Spud and the, the, the I, I I mean a lot of people uh, say that wrestling locker rooms are quite political and they can be a bad environment but I have not one complaint about that time, that period between 2014, 2017. Do you agree with me? I, I do. And thank you for saying that, you know, I, I ran a tight ship, I guess. You did? That, oh, I, that was a great experience for me to learn then to what I need to do now, I think. Whether it succeeds or fails, uh, we did have a good thing. And that was because 
there's no threat. Like if Grado's be getting over, it's not going to hurt EC3. It's only going to help him because then he can work with Grado. And that's the kind of way I look at things from a political aspect is if everybody has a reason to be there, everybody has a spot, everybody can get over. And it's not going to matter if you win. It's not going to matter if you lose. It's going to matter the story that's told that gets people to where they need. So that's another thing with control your narrative. If I have the pencil, every person on that show is in a position that a success, you know, contribute. Uh-huh. Even if it's been a match, the reason they're in this five minute match is because this is what I need to happen. So the eight minute match after has this. And so the 12 minute match after has this. So the main event has this and it's, it's all a team, you know? And I think uh-huh. that's what Oh, no. It's always going to be at the top, but you limit that with a grand vision. No, and you've also got time for variety because at the time when uh, I came to TNA, my first ever singles match in America was against Ethan. No, I didn't. I only know I only knew you through Spud. But if you believe your character that you see on TV because it was that good, I was like, this guy is going to be an absolute dickhead. I can tell he is going to fucking hate me. But it was the complete opposite because you realised. It needed variety on the show. It was the comedy guy, the fat guy out of shape, the guy that probably should be the other side of the guardrails. But mate, man, you let me do all my stuff in the match that we had. And honestly, I was, I'm, I'm honestly so grateful for that. It was, it was, you were a gent. Thank you. And I thank you for it because that was very fun for me. And how, I, you know, if I'm the pushed top guy in the sense, at the end of the day, if this wins and losses matters, I'm winning, so why not make as awesome as I know you can be in that so you become somebody that we've later we make money. I remember fucking that one dumb whatever those pay-per-views we did that nobody watched, but you were on my team for something and you came out and were eating popcorn and hugging and I yep, yep. The um what was it? What did he call the fucking pay-per-views again? One night onlys. Yeah. <laughs> We we done some stuff. I remember that, man. We had some good times. We definitely did. We had good times backstage. We had good time after the show. We had good time having hungover breakfasts and IHOP. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you, man. I miss it all. I fucking yeah. miss it all. It was, it was such a good time. And, um, like, so, see, we control your narrative. Well, have, have you got them signed under contracts? Or are you, is it just per show? Or what? I know that's maybe a bit personal. No, no, no. We're not there yet. Right. I would love to, hopefully with sponsorship and backing, but right now it's completely backed by my brain and brawn and brawn's brain and his brawn and what we have. Like keep we have such a great team that's driven by the cause of it that it, we're I'm loyal to those loyal to me. When the time comes and we're a legitimate company that could be handing out contracts and things like that, you know, I just, I'm one of the boys. So I wanted to, uh, you know, I mean, it's great to see uh, Ethan Big Demo obviously was released from. Uh, it seems great to see him on, on obviously, the other shows that you've got coming up in May. Um, just great, obviously, Gradle knows him so well and, you know, he's a great guy. And, and the fact, again, like you say, it's, it's just a good place for people to come and thrive. And then, you know, if it comes down to it, doing the shows in Cleveland, and then the next day he gets uh, some crazy offer to be signed full-time by somebody. 
awesome. That makes me happy that you mm-hmm. got something out of this and you helped me out. And now you're, you know, making that. But at the same time, shit, how great will it be in six months if you don't even have to worry about a, a call coming in because we can do that for you. And that's the way I look at things too. Hey, you need to put me over to uh, Braun Strowman. He's going to be in Liverpool next week at a convention that I'm going to be at. I've only met him once. And I went to his house with Noam Dar and he, he, he let me hold his guns. <laughs> and that's probably not the best thing to hear when you guys are trying to fucking stay away from that sort of shit. But <laughs> um, Talking about the shows in uh, Cleveland, Detroit, Milwaukee, will there be any way in the UK we'll be able to see them? Yeah. We signed the deal with Pro Wrestling TV and the idea was based on how we created those features to do a third feature, which we filmed in our editing but then make it become a seasonal show, like a la a Netflix. So maybe eight to 10 episodes with matches and character developments leading to like one big live show. We're also able to do specials. So what we filmed in Dallas, CYN Awakening, is like a, a pay-per-view special. So it's more traditional ring, refs, fans, you know, that is there. But what I'm realizing too, and the IWC I think did this really well, is by creating that aesthetic, of that underground fight club feel. I don't need a full production team to come to these live events and capture them. So I'm talking with PWTV about releasing these events on the network because content is king. Yeah. I mean, like using it where I want to take them. I don't have to wait till June. Aims out there. So live, not yet. We're experimenting with live probably in July, but, uh, Awakening Dallas will be on PWTV. Make sure you download it and give it five stars. It's also a linear cable channel. It's on the Roku. It's on the iPhone. It's on the, the Google Map, all that shit. Tell them I sent you. Um, but from there, yeah, bringing, even if it has like an old school WWE vibe, these shows will be seen. And like, like you're talking about Buff versus Adam. Are you telling me if I had that match take place, people would not want to go see it? They'll exactly. Like, yeah. That's the thing, too, is I want to create matches you never thought you would see. I'm plotting a six-month arc with this crazy old bastard. I don't want to give any names away. But, like, the match I haven't envisioned to, like, blow it off, like, you never in a million years thought you'd see this match. So, <laughs> good, but you never thought you'd see it. But see, I always love, I love stuff like that. Like, so like, see when a Scotty Too Hotty ends up leaving and he does the indies and he, and he takes on a guy that's pretty big on indies. I'm always interested in stuff like that. I always love seeing characters that you would never think to see in the ring together and they have a match. I, stuff like that always, like, for example, the, the, the Buff Bagwell and, and, and Adam stuff is going to be shit hot. One more thing I wanted to ask you, right? Do, do you get quite a lot of inspiration with the cinematic stuff for the... Do you remember the, the Broken Matt Hardy stuff? Remember the very first night that aired? Everybody thought that was dog shit. I remember the first night every, with the piano and stuff like that. Everybody wanted to bury it. Everybody wanted to wash their hands of it. Nobody would take um, they would take responsibility for who created it. But then eventually over time, it became amazing. Everybody seemed to adore it. And then it became quite a thing where cinematic stuff started to, you know, you had the stuff in WWE with, with uh, Braun Strowman and, and Bray Wyatt and stuff like that. Did, did, did that kind of kick it off, that sort of stuff? Because JB, you, I mean, I know you, you, you were tight with JB. Did, did you get sort of inspiration for that? 
I'd say half and half. I, I, like you're mentioning everybody, they didn't know it. They didn't understand it. So immediately, and this is how people react to things they don't know or understand. They hate it. They hate I, it. Like, <laughs> it sucks. It's awful. Until somebody's like, wait, it's kind of cool. And they're like, are you sure? I didn't even I, watch. Why do you hate it? Because he said he hated it. Well, why don't you watch Oh, this is pretty cool. So I think that's what we're going to get. Minus the absolute insanity of the political climate and the culture war and the great divide that uh, we have, we're not fucking involved in in any sort of way, but whatever. Past that, people are going to shit on my shit, and that's fine because eventually they're going to fail it as a genius or I'll fail miserably. But uh, 50 50 because I, I don't want the wrestling itself to be haha, you know, comedic. Uh, I don't want to believe EC3 has the power of telepathy and he can move brawn with his mind. Like uh, I want the be intense and intimate and very realistic, but I think shooting it besides, you know, a floor cam and a hard cam, you can get inside people's facials and their body movements and their actions in a different way and really capture like this shit hurts. Uh, like you get clothesline, that shit hurts. You get slammed on your head, like up close visual of that because that is very. Let's say I want to go. Ah, right. But anything else you want to say to your 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 number of fans in the UK? Who, by the way, because mate, you yeah. actually spud Wembley. Fucking hell, man! If you've no saw that, you need to watch that. I had one arm for that match too. That's how dedicated I was. That's right. That's right, John. I'm always telling you to watch that match. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, whatever. Let's talk. Control your narrative at Control Your Narrative on Instagram and Facebook. Controlyournarrative.co is the website for tickets. Follow me at the Real EC3. Follow my fucking team of Legion projects. We're all talking about it all the time on the gram. I think I've been shadow banned because uh, people from Reddit keep uh, going and uh, reporting my posts because they're in. Sick. All I'm doing is. Uh, shirtless pictures of me but whatever uh from there free.com if you want to try out my training and fitness app going dot free which is very very successful very successful uh promo code awake gets you the first month free we're going to be on pro wrestling tv so you download that on roku apple tv all that all those thingamajigs uh else gee i don't know man i can't wait to get over the uk though because i think another six months of building this and doing those environments you're talking about with the UK's fans, like they get it. They'll get it. They'll be in the mix, the fight pit. They're fucking, they're cr- crashing beers. they will be the environment for them. And the music's good and the characters are exceptional, but they're kind of realistic. But then, you know, you, we got big freaks. Aye. Aye, we got it all, man. We got throw the singlet on out, loaded fanny pack. Mm, yeah. Mate, I'm for it. I'm all for it, man. I'm I'm right up for it. I'm so I'm so excited, interested in what you're doing, Ethan, because it, it like you cool say, it's just it's just something to, totally different, and it's it's out there. And I, I honestly, I wish you all the success with it. Thank you very much, and I think it'll resonate because you know the UK fans are smarter. Aye, no, yeah. mate, like they get I, it. You're right, they get it. Yeah, I have a theory about like. The what we're attracting is like, I don't want smart marks. 
I want marks that are smart. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Brilliant. 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 Well, thank you so much for coming on Wrestling Daft. We really appreciate it. I'll be back. Right, mate. I keep in contact, mate. Always, baby. You just made the list! Gredo, we love a list on Wrestling Daft, and that's why we do the list of Wrestling Daft every single week. Now, last week we didn't get the chance to do this um, because we got caught up talking to Mike Johnson last week. Uh, but we were looking for Triple H's greatest moments after he retired at WrestleMania. That won the Patreon vote. So we're going to do a top three. Um, I'll do my top three first, Gredo, and then you can right. think of some because I've kind of put you on the spot for this one. So my number three... This came at a house show in Glasgow and I thought it was brilliant. Uh, Roman Reigns was injured, so Triple H came out, joined the Shield. He was in the full Shield regalia, came out um, and was in a triple threat match with, I think it was Bray Wyatt, Sheamus, and who was the other one? I can't remember. It was it was at the, the Hydro. And the, 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 my, my favourite spot of the match, they went for the kind of suicida through the middle rope, you know, that they Aye. used to do. And Aye. Triple H went to do it. They stopped at the ropes, climbed over the ropes and battered the guy. <laughs> I think it was Sheamus at the time. Oh, I didn't it know he did that. My favourite, favourite spot. So I, I loved that. And that was one of my favourite Triple H's moments. Not very popular. Did he come out for the crowd like the shield and stuff like that? No, no, no. They, they, uh, did he? No, they, the two of them came out. The, uh, um, Rollins and uh, Ambrose came out like that. But then they kind of called, we, we, we need the baddest ass. And, you know, we've come to Glasgow and we need uh, a badass to join us. And Triple H came out uh, to the game uh, with the shield gear. It was brilliant, brilliant. So that's, that's my good. number three. Uh, number two. I've got to just go. Generally, just Triple H's ring entrance fucking pops me every time. The water spray, I don't know what it is, but everybody out there, don't try and tell me you haven't done it. When you're in the shower or you drink a bottle of water, you pretend you're Triple H, you do the water spray thing, you throw the water bottle away. I fucking love it. And especially, I have to go back to, was it what WrestleMania, Grado? The Throne. uh, There's a young Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss. Was that Uh, WrestleMania 30? Aye, that entrance, man, was brilliant. Aye, I love I love these entrances against Sting with the Terminator deal. Yeah, I love that. And but my favourite Triple H entrance is going to be when he came back after injury in two thousand and two. Yeah, Madison Square Gardens. Oh, the beautiful day. Don't let it get away. He didn't come out to that music, but the, no. the build-up package was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just his entrance in general, but specifically the WrestleMania entries. That's my number two. And my number one uh, has to be the Hell in Cell match against The Undertaker with Shawn Michaels as guest referee. I It's one of my favourite WrestleMania matches. Um, just the iconic scene of them going back up the ramp, the three of them carrying each other. Uh, just just. Great, it's my favourite Hell in a Cell match, and it's my, one of my favourite all time matches at WrestleMania. Taker um, put that took, Taker put that over last week in his TED talk, didn't he? Did he? I oh, didn't I, he, that. About it. I, he was going on about how much that meant. It was like an end of an era and stuff like that. I mean, there was obviously so so um, many matches. I, I mean, obviously the, the rivalry he had with Shawn Michaels and the matches he had with Shawn and stuff like that but I don't know why that match just the it was it was it was the end of an era match really um and it was just 
I loved loved that match. So that is my number one Triple H moment. Have you got three, Grado? Um, I, I'd go to say the entrance has got to be in there as well. I'm, I'm thinking I love the street fight with Cactus Jack at Royal Rumble 2000 just because you always remember when you love the wrestling the, the, the best and your favourite memories, they always stick out as... Like, you're, like, it's the first thing I think about when I think of Triple H. I remember yeah. the, the match against Trip, uh, sorry, against Cactus Jack, the street fight. Loved everything about that. The um, the tax and the, the, the four before with the barbed wire in it and stuff like that. Um, that's got to be in there as well. Uh, I'm trying to think what else would be my favourite Triple H moment. Um, God. I mean, really, there's that many to pick because he's been, in the last 20 years, you know, you've got to argue he's... You know the, the the top guy in the last twenty years, certainly between ninety, you know, between the late nineties and mid two thousands, he was the guy, wasn't he? Yeah, no, absolutely top. I mean, top heel in the business. Um, I mean, and I mean, you've got to talk about his entrance music, the game by Motorhead. I mean, the fact he's got Motorhead and he was pals with Lemmy and got them to do a specific wrote wrote a song for him for his entrance, and it is fucking brilliant. It's amazing. But did you ever hear when Motorhead played them live and they were yeah, fucking, they were rotten, but it was terrible, wasn't it? He just, I don't think, because I reckon he probably. Done that song and never thought about that song ever again until we had to play it again. I've seen Motorhead live a couple of times uh, and they didn't play it. I was very disappointed. Very <laughs> disappointed. Um, but yeah, no, just great. And uh, it's obviously his in-ring career's come to an end now, so it's great to look back at some of these great moments. And you've done that on Twitter. Jimmy says, best Triple H moment for me was whenever you see him talking about NXT, he always seemed proud as fuck. Ah, he loved a selfie, didn't he? He did. You know, always get, always giving it the old picture. Go out a picture. Put the fists uh, up. Coming, um, coming back through, cotton. More get a picture, son. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, uh, I mean, it's, it's a flash on. It's a flash on. <laughs> I just switch it to video. You've, you've got right. some video. So on Triple H. <laughs> Send me that road dog. What's that mean, that? <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, I mean, I you just I'd love to be a fly in the wall of what they've done with NXT now and what because his, his vision was the black and gold brand and I'd love to hear the conversations that go on between him and Vince about NXT because it was almost like oh he's ill fucking let's change it eh Aye, let's do it let's I mean it. they definitely did do that but I reckon just be seeing his interview a couple of weeks ago I think that was his at least his worries. Aye, well, I mean, because of how aye. fucking close to death he was, do you know what oh, I mean? Exactly, exactly. Ryan says Mick Foley at the Rumble 2000 or uh, No Way Out 2000, some matches back back to back um, with Mick Foley. Aye, uh, they were great, they were great. Andy, uh, two to three falls with HBK. Um, Tommy PTD says 97 run with Foley. Foley and Triple H have seemed to, it's just they always seem to come together, don't they? They did, I, I mean, I, people go on about Foley and Undertaker, but for me it was always Foley and Triple H, Triple H my favourite uh, feud. Uh, Daniel says, Triple H, hardcore match, Mankind, really established himself as a top guy, in my opinion. Kev the Chef! Kev the Chef! Kev the Chef! Kev the Chef! When a fan attacked Stone Cold and Triple H kicked the fuck out of him. Uh. <laughs> uh, Westy, Triple H turned up at the ICW show in Cardiff, his entrance at WrestleMania 30, uh, and Randy, invading Randy Orton's house. Uh, so surreal, that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I mean, as an ICW, like Triple H just turning up and doing the music and everything. Wow. I know. You've been at that show. No, right? I wasn't there, no. 
No, but obviously you, a lot of guys we know were at that show and just it's apparently a gentleman backstage shaking every every person in the locker room got a shake of the hand, you know what yeah. I mean? So, absolute pro. Uh, Giza Gobble, the good car, he had many great moments, but uh, most will overlook his days leading DX after Mania 14. It was such a fun time in wrestling and he led a lot of that with DX. Mark, Triple H versus Cactus Jack again, Royal Rumble 2000, my favourite match of all time. Yeah. Personally, think that was the match that took Triple H to another level. What a love for that. Um, again, Cactus Jack at Royal Rumble 2000, first wrestling video ever had. Must have watched that match a hundred times. Wow. The home invasion, the Randy Orton home invasion. Um, coming up there from Xander. John says his return at Madison Square Garden from the Torn Squad, which is one of Grado's. And his feud with HBK is a classic. And finally, Ryan says, Katie Vick, dirty big bastard. Brilliant. <laughs> And that's it for Wrestling Daft for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Gredo, can we pick out a listener of the week? I'm going to go for that, the Katie Vick, Dirty Big Bastard. Dirty Big Bastard, Katie Vick. So, Ryan, you are our listener of the week. Congratulations. Uh, remember, you can join our community. We have a really nice Discord community with all our patrons going on. And if you want to get involved in that, you have to sign up to patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. You'll get all the wrestling gossip in there because there's some smart guys in there that are got their fingers on the pulse. So get involved in that. You'll also get the video version. You'll see all the pictures at the start of the show. You'll get to see the beautiful EC3 with his fantastic hair uh, so get involved you can see the video version at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft um, thank you very much for listening to this week's show you can subscribe rate review we've got like a five star rating for this podcast I think, on, on Apple um, so keep that going and give us five stars that would be great um, Gredo always a pleasure never a chore all that nonsense absolutely John hopefully next week we might get a wee return of Robert we'll see what well I don't season. know we, 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 we don't know what he's still doing orphans next Fuck week I don't want to message him again Christ knows but anyway John I better go because my missus is shouting me at the wind that you come and look after the wind because she wants to go and pick up the other wind there so we go for me it's up the road and it's yourself John Audio Frontier with the Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so I suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.